right, welcome back to a podcast of some friends talking about faith. I'm Pastor Jesse Caniff-Kuhn, he, him, uh, and I'm the Lutheran campus pastor at the University of South Carolina. I'm Pastor Josh Kessner, he, him, and I'm the Lutheran campus pastor at Clemson University. Hi, I'm Dr. Olga Maria Cruz, campus minister for Welcome, Winthrop Ecumenical Lutheran Campus Ministry in Rock Hill, South Carolina. She, her. And today we're going to talk a little about salvation, which is kind of a big deal in the <laughs> Christian church. Uh, something that's talked about a lot, but usually pretty abstractly. And so we wanted to just think a little bit together about what is salvation, what isn't salvation, and how does any of that matter to us? The first answer that comes to my mind, unfortunately, (laughs) is what we might hear from some of our other people of faith on campus that ask all the time, are you saved? And when were you saved? Mm. And that kind of thing. Um, And so the first thing that comes to my mind when I think about this question is that salvation is a declaration of our faith being good enough to Mm. get into heaven or to Mm. be a part of a special club. But that's not what I think. Yeah, yeah, that might be a a good like mainstream culture working definition, or, or certainly a prominent one across this campus as well. That's a really good place to start. That's definitely was my first working definition, but I always found it problematic. Today, I find it somewhat problematic because of the individualistic focus of mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. I also find it problematic that that individualistic focus focuses on me doing something, me yeah. accomplishing something, me achieving some level, like leveling up in faith like it's a video game or something, um, <laughs> which is just not not helpful for me. It makes me think, too, about like... The implied prize for winning the game is salvation, which is flying off to be with God in heaven. Um, And so the troubling parts of theology for me are the individualistic aspect, the my faith earning me things aspect, and the idea that salvation is just about escaping earth to live in heaven forever. But also, I was always troubled by the idea that the competing ideas that God loved me but didn't like me very much or that God loved Hmm. me or loved people but also hated them. Hmm. I was definitely handed that idea um, when I was in a more fundamentalist context growing up. So, uh, so okay, might we offer a definition or an understanding that we like better or that resonates more deeply with us? I like to think of salvation sort of like along the lines of what y'all are talking about, that it's not necessarily something that we're doing or something that we're earning or something that we're saying is true about ourselves, but it's an act of God that Mm -hmm. is happening no matter what we're doing. And so that's Mm -hmm. when I think of salvation, I think of the sacrament of baptism and the words that we hear there that we are children of God. And what does that mean for us? Very first and foremost, it means that we are saved just because God loves us Mm -hmm. and by the grace of God. I like that focus on baptism too, because it is personal. Like salvation is personal in the same way that baptism is personal. It is about me and it is about something deep and meaningful happening in me, but it's not individual that it can be personal and also be communal. And baptism is something that, uh, you know, we put a lot of emphasis on the person who's being baptized in that right, but the whole community is involved. The whole community is speaking words of affirmation. The whole community is making promises. The whole community is a 
part of what that means. And I think the same is true with salvation, that yes, there's something meaningful about it for me, but only because it's something meaningful for all of us. And that it's something that God has done, uh, not just for me, but for all of the cosmos. I actually don't love the word salvation just because... I don't know. It has never really resonated with me. I love the word redemption. Mm -hmm. I love the concept of being redeemed and belonging to a community and a world that God is making new, Mm. that God is making all things new all the time from the inside out, like the yeast in leavens the dough idea from one of the parables in Matthew that the God is like a woman who's baking bread and making these dry ingredients and these wet ingredients into something life-giving and nurturing. And there's a transformational work. I like the idea of redemption because it sounds more like an ongoing thing. It's easier to accept that it's an ongoing thing. And because it's easier for me to see the whole trinity at work there, especially Mm, the work, the ongoing work of the Holy Spirit in renewing us from the inside out, then sending us out to be part of how God is redeeming the world and making everything new by sharing who we are and who God is in our everyday lives. Mm -hmm. And it helpfully recenters then the work of God as something that is happening right now, as opposed to like something that is accomplished when you die, that it's not endure and one day you'll get to fly off to be with God. It's that God cares about the world right now and cares about you right now. And uh, what does it look like for that redemption to find you in this moment? How small and hopeless would our faith be if our living years didn't matter at all? And it was just about <laughs> what happens afterwards, right? Uh, but instead we say, no, God is actively at work to bring salvation into your life right now, to have you experience that redemption. And there are, um, it's, it's here and available, and it's changing you and your relationships and our world in this moment so that we can experience deep life in God right now, today, mm. not just in some heaven light years away. Also more helpful than the idea that your salvation is accomplished at a certain moment of faith. You prayed a mm. certain prayer, mm. and then you got saved, and then nothing else matters that you do or don't do. <laughs> you peaked. Yeah. <laughs> you, peaked, you peaked so early, maybe as a teenager, and and then nothing you do or don't do matters to God. God's like, I don't understand like how we're supposed to stay engaged. Hmm. So thinking of salvation or redemption as an unfolding thing, and that we get to enter into the unfolding narrative of God redeeming the world does feel more engaging as well, feels more significant overall. That term redemption just brings relationships all up into Mm. what salvation is, right? Mm. So our relationship with God and how God continues to build that relationship with us and then what that means for our relationships with each other. This really reminds me of preaching earlier this semester on one of the Old Testament readings that we had in worship, and it was from Micah chapter Mm 6. And I always just fall on Micah 6, 8. That's the more popular verse that uh, what does God ask us to do but to do justice and love kindness or mercy to walk humbly with our God. But that's all an answer after this conversation between God and God's people. Mm. God 
says, these are all the things that I've done for you. These are all the different ways that I have redeemed you and called you into relationship with me. And then the people say, well, how can we live up to that, right? How can we live up to these expectations that you must have of us? Uh, are we supposed to sacrifice thousands of things and mm. give up all of our lives for you? And God says, no, it's, it's simple. <laughs> Just take the love that I've given you mm-hmm. and share it with each other. And I think that's sort of the purpose of what maybe redemption and salvation are in our lives. Nice. I really like all that too. And I I think often we think redemption is just about forgiveness and it is about forgiveness and we do need to be forgiven. Mm. Um, But we we kind of equate salvation and like especially equate Jesus' work on the cross as an act that brings forgiveness to us. But there's so much more to redemption than just forgiveness. I had a seminary professor who would tell a story about, like, imagine a person stumbles into your church on a Sunday morning bleeding from their chest because they've just been shot, and they're like, Pastor, I need help, and you run up to them, and you're like, I forgive you. (laughs) He's like, this doesn't help me. (laughs) Um, That, like, yes, forgiveness is good, but we also need healing. We also Mm. are, we are wounded, and we are hurting ourselves and hurting others, and, and so forgiveness is part of that redemption, but I also need to be made whole. Just saying mm-hmm. that I'm forgiven isn't enough for me to experience full life in God. I also need to be cleansed and made right. So I, that's, I like that idea of redemption because I think it includes both aspects that it's, yes, it's about forgiveness, but it's also about being redeemed, taking something that isn't what it's supposed to be and helping it to become what it was always meant to be. I just want to add, I'm like having a moment because we're reading Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew this year in our lectionary readings. And the idea that Jesus' work on the cross was his singular act that brings forgiveness to the world. Hmm. He was forgiving people's sins all along. <laughs> like I'm 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 preparing right now to preach in my preaching class on on chapter nine of Matthew. Chapter nine. There are many, many more chapters. And <laughs> He interacts with several different Mm -hmm. people in distress, blind people, lepers, women hemorrhaging, a dead child, Pharisees questioning him, all these sorts of things. And he's forgiving people's sins all along. Mm-hmm. He's he's healing people. He's restoring them to community. And he's forgiving them. He did it while he was just walking around on a normal <laughs> day, like hanging out with fishermen and tax collectors. And he doesn't say, don't worry, when you die, you'll be made well. It's right okay. here now. He's yes. he is redeeming your life in this moment. And so yes. what does that mean for us? That God is redeeming us here in this moment as we walk mm-hmm. the class, as we look for a parking spot, as we study, as we have conversations and relationships, that God is involved in all of that. And that the work of salvation is that in all of these moments, God is at work to bring whole and deep and real life into us. Romans 15 verse 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in God, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit at work in you. Amen. Amen. Go in peace, y'all. See you next time. Bye. Olga Maria's got her her halo on her Zoom now. (laughs) (laughs) It's my favorite one. You must be saved. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.